0: Welcome to Good Enough-Ish. I'm Brooke Forey and I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious and Company Creative, a branding design firm. And I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish,
1: and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com.
0: If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Amanda. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. I got quite the greeting this morning from Junie. Oh, our, our girl Junie. She... I was preparing her emotionally for your arrival. Yeah. And I always forget I have like a little lightweight dress on today and I always forget that I should really wear something that covers my legs when I'm here because she likes to jump on me as <sighs> soon as I walk in the door. She's like...
1: Real excited. Summer is a hard time for me as a Junie owner because she does (laughs) jump on people and she scratches their legs. And that's that's one of the things, you know, we want to have an episode at one point where we talk about all the things that we're supposed to be doing, like that we need to do or prioritize that we haven't had a chance to. And one of them is to train her not to jump because Mm -hmm. it is a problem. She loves you, though. She, she just freaking. It takes her a solid, like, 20 minutes to calm down after you get here. Yeah.
0: She looks at me with those eyes.
1: Yeah. <gasps> She's
0: like, you're here. You're finally here. Yeah. yeah.
1: Our step dog, Duncan. <laughs> step dog. Step dog. Um, Duncan, who spends a lot of time at our house because, as everyone knows, I do a lot of dog sitting and house sitting for one very close friend. And he is just chill. He's mm-hmm. just laying right at my feet. I quite literally did not know Duncan. <laughs> yes, was in we the just room. recorded another episode and Brooke had no idea that Duncan I he's was here. been here the whole time. Like I am shocked. the whole time.
0: Had no idea. He, he
1: doesn't was. have his tracksuit on. Have you
0: seen him with his tracksuit? Oh, I have. Yeah, we need to put a picture of that in the oh, show notes. Does he, do you have the tracksuit that we can dress him up in today? Yeah, yeah. It's normally it's he a wears real his tracksuit suit because he has an
1: itchy spot yeah. on his back yeah. that if you don't put the tracksuit on, he goes after it, but he's without it
0: today cuz I'm testing him. It's either tracksuit or lampshade. And I have to say, the tracksuit is a little more becoming of Duncan. Uh, of yeah, his form. Yeah. yeah, I love it when
1: we need to include a picture where you know the tracksuit. I open it like a V <laughs> in the front, like the velcro is kind of open, so this white fur just sticks out. He needs like a medallion. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm so bringing good. a medallion the next time, Duncan. <laughs> That's what Ugh. we're talking about today, Brooke. Pets. We're talking to about pet pets. or not to pet, to pet or not to pet, and that is the question. So you guys are thinking about maybe getting a pet? I mean, I'm walk not. me through it. What are you,
0: you're like? No, I'm not, but I feel like it's inevitable. Ugh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm really sensing the joy, just like yeah. You know, can you feel it
0: emanating off of you? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't, I don't dislike pets. I just. You don't want anything else to take care of. Yep. I don't know. The baby years were so hard for me. Yes. And like, I don't have to wipe any more butts or anything. And I, I just don't want to get into the whole taking care of something else again. Yes. I, I appreciate what dogs bring to a family. Um, and I'm speaking specifically about dogs because I think both of my kids have come around to the idea and our page definitely asks a lot for a puppy and I'm like oh you have no idea how much work that would be. Yeah. And we have a new neighbor that just moved in behind us and she has a puppy and its name is Hank and it is oh. real cute. I can accidentally called, we, can called we get him Henry picture? the other the day. I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I used your formal name." <laughs> it's just Hank. Oh, I have a picture to show you. you. Do. It's this teeny tiny cavap who oh, something? Gosh. It's not. What's Junie Cavalier? Cavalier.
1: So Cavapoo is like a mix between a Cavalier and a Poodle. I, I think. believe this is a Cavapoo.
0: Like, Isn't that what um, Jessica St. Clair's Cookie the Cavapoo? I think so. So this one is about ten weeks old. Oh my god! I mean, Paige is obsessed. So every time you know we pull in the driveway, she's like, "Oh, is Hank out?" And then one day Hank was out, and she could not get out of the car fast <gasps> enough to go say hello. Um. So she's, he, excuse me, Hank is is super cute. Oh. And I mean, listen, I definitely could spend an hour with Hank and be like, all right, fine. Let's get a puppy. But I am nervous about two things. Obviously, its owner is a nice single woman that moved in behind us, um, or she's engaged, but she's living alone. And, you know, she's getting She's setting an alarm every two out two or three hours in the middle of the night to take Hank out to go potty, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, Oh no, I I, I'm not ready for for that life again. Right. Um, My sleep is very important to me, and it was the newborn years were years. The newborn times were very hard on me, and you know sometimes my kids still get up in the middle of the night. So not ready for that commitment. Nervous about the financial commitment because, as you know, a pet comes with vet bills and oh, yeah. surprise illnesses and things that come up and the food and the, you know, it's basically another child with fur. Um yes. So yeah, I'm nervous about that. I also see the value and love that a pet can bring, especially to a family with kids. So I'm not ruling it out, but I'm saying to Nick, who grew up with golden retrievers and is totally on board with a golden retriever someday, mm. I'm just of the mindset that we wait until our kids get a little older And aside from the, you know, the early puppy times when a grown up really has to be involved, like, it would be their responsibility to walk the dog and change the food and all that. And our kids are not quite... Change (laughs) the (laughs) food. I mean, feed them, okay? Um, So, yeah, that's where I am with the whole pet conversation. When I come to your house to record the podcast, we've got a whole menagerie here. You've got Duncan visiting. You've got Junie who greets me. Um, she's the welcoming committee. You've got some cats. Anything else you're hiding from me? We did have this summer we had a few toads. Really? Didn't <laughs> you never saw the toads? I don't think I saw the toads. Yeah, it
1: was funny because Isabel, one of her good friends, um, lives on a farm. And so they're always just out exploring and seeing what kind of crazy animals they can find. Yeah. And it was so funny because they came home with a toad one day, Gigi. mm mm-hmm. Gigi the toad. Of course. And I had actually just been with a client that day and she had was donating a turtle cage. And I was like, okay, we just found a toad home. So the toad went in the turtle cage. We even went to Petco and got a little bit of what does it need on the bottom? It's like terrarium. Not mulch, kind of like mulch. Yeah, I know what you mean. Moss kind of thing. Okay, oh my God. There was like a whole thing. We had to we had to mist the toad. Wow. At one point there were five toads in there. Okay. Luckily, the toads have now been released back into the wild. Okay. And they I was are gonna happy, say, what happened to the toads? Yeah, okay. the toads. Right. Yeah. We yeah. have a fish. That's
0: as far as we've gotten. How long has this fish been alive? A little over a year. Oh, that's good. Graham had a fish who uh lived to like 13 months and uh. then. Passed away. It was a little devastating for the kids. We had a burial in the backyard. And then then after Graham got that fish, Paige also got a fish, but they were beta fish, so they had to be in separate tanks. Mm-hmm. So her fish named Ocean is in her bedroom. And up until a couple weeks ago, also had a snail, but the snail has since passed oh. on. Currently Rest in, peace. in our freezer awaiting a burial. <laughs> what?
1: Awaiting an official burial. You have a snail in your freezer? Why what what needs to happen for Paige the Paige was not burial. ready for
0: the burial yet. Oh. So we said, you know what? We'll put her on ice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Don't anyone report me. Is this like bad no, snail have etiquette? a snail morgue. A snail morgue in our freezer. Um, Is it in like a snail? It's in box? a baggie. Yeah. I didn't just throw it in the ice box. <laughs> I feel like it should be in like velvet. We do need to probably take care of the snail. I mean, we'll get a little velvet bag maybe and bury it with, Homer, short for home run, who was the original fish. Who I'm picturing away.
1: like a jewelry box mm-hmm. with a little bit of, you know, the like velvet cushion in there okay. or something. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. That would be a sweet little. What's the snail's name?
0: Uh, the snail was? That's mm. a great question. Maybe. Maybe before the ceremony,
1: remember I that. I should
0: try to remember the name. I'm sure Paige remembers. I don't remember the name. All right. We'll, we'll follow up on that. Okay. One. Okay. Anywho. Anywho. And animals. Sorry. Animals. Yeah, animals. Animals,
1: you know, animals. We talk a lot in this podcast about one less thing, yeah. having one less thing to do. It's not one animals, they Animals are the exact opposite yeah. of one less thing. That's what I'm scared of. Like, for example, this week, our cats are indoor-outdoor, so they do go out and explore. And I noticed that Br- – so we have Brownie and Ginger are our two
0: cats. Oh, I have a niece named Ginger. <laughs> what? You have a niece I have named? a niece named Ginger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> They're so cute. Great name. And – found out that Brownie had like a little wound on her and okay. I think she might have she could have gotten into it with a fox perhaps okay. the vet at the urgent care center that I had to take her to which in case you were wondering how much that cost broke, that was Okay,
0: so Uh 0.1 for not getting
1: a (laughs) pet, okay? Yeah, and so now, in addition to that, rushing to an urgent care on a beautiful Saturday afternoon and all of that stuff, I'm now administering antibiotics twice a day and ointment to the wound three times a day for Mm -hmm. 10 days, and I have a follow-up vet visit, which I'm sure will be another cool hundred. So it's the exact opposite of one last thing. However animals do spark a lot of joy for me. Mm-hmm. Like Junie. I mean, Junie. Look at I Junie. mean, how could she not I mean, joy? I mean, please. Even when she's clawing the Even when she's life annoyed. out of my legs. <laughs> she's annoying like a solid 10, 15, maybe 20% of the time. I wish everyone was that excited to see me. I know. But the other 80% of the time, she is pure love. Yeah. And I have done a good job. Like Fernando is really taking care. He does... The thing with cats is litter boxes. I hate dealing with the litter box. Ooh. We have gotten an automatic litter box. So it cleans itself oh, and you wow. yes, got to post that in the show notes because yeah. that was a game changer. Okay. So um we have outsourced that to a machine, which is great, but Isabella and Fernando really are taking a lot of the brunt of like Fernando now takes her to the groomer, Fernando takes her to the vet, for you know, all that okay. kind of stuff. So I feel like I have gotten it to the point where I can mostly enjoy the animals and not have to deal with them, <laughs> not have to deal with the logistics of them. Yeah. How One of the reasons why getting animals was so important to us was because Isabel's an only child. Yeah. And we really did want companionship for yeah. her. We had a cat before, Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin the cat, who she hated kids. And Isabel can never pet. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the saddest thing in the world. Only child with a cat. <laughs>
0: who hates her. Who will or scratch her. Or hates anybody. Who yeah. hates
1: anybody. Yeah. And will scratch her eye out. Like, yeah. that's very sad. Aww. So we made the choice to get the two kittens, like, as kittens and as a puppy, get Junebug as a puppy so that, you know, they would be very socialized to having a kid and, um, around and petting and grabbing and all that kind of stuff. So, yes, in our family...
0: Uh, pets spark a lot of joy, but sometimes it's a pain in the neck. Yeah, I know. I'm nervous about – I think, you know, I said the the general taking care of and the cost, but then just the time involved in taking care of them. Like, I'm sure you maybe didn't have a lot of time to go to the urgent care vet that day that you ended up dropping a few hundred dollars. So I'm nervous about those logistics, but I still feel like I'm going to cave at some point.
1: Well, and also the – The puppy phase very much is like having a newborn. Mm -hmm. You're going to have messes in your house. I mean, just even walking in my front door, my door is all scratched up because the dog, you know, like scratches to come in. And so there's definitely sacrifices that you make. So you have like a few choices. You get a puppy because you want the puppy to be socialized small kids. Right. But then you have to deal with the puppy stage if you choose to adopt – That's just, you know, you could adopt an older dog so you don't have to go through the puppy stage, but you do have to be really careful with little kids when it comes to adopting because, you know, we actually had, I'm all for adopting, but we did have a difficult situation adopting where we ended up with a dog that was a little bit on the aggressive side. And that's just a huge liability when you have a lot of little kids around. Yeah. (sighs) I'm wondering is there a good enough ish solution? Like, what about. A guinea pig or a hamster or a rabbit. Mm. Something that's furry. (laughs) Something that's furry. That can be cuddled, that you don't have to walk, that you don't have to take out. The only problem with those is that, you know, you have to have the whole cage and it can be a little bit smelly and all that kind of, but is there a good, is there a medium? I mean, right now the medium is the fish and that. Could you go a step higher than the fish?
0: I don't know. That would have to be, I think the kids would have to determine what they're interested in because it's right now, it's like, we want a dog, we want a puppy. Um, So yeah, that might be something to consider. I could handle a rabbit, maybe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I
1: do know a lot of people that um, get the rabbit as like a middle ground. Okay. Because they are, they have a lot of personality and they're cuddly and you can let them run around the house. True. Okay. (sighs) Okay. Probably sound like a real curmudgeon I, no, no, no. here. Because I, just, I know yeah.
0: people who have gotten dogs and have regretted it. Yeah. And I don't want to be that person. And, and that's the thing. Like I I enjoy Junie when I come to your house. And I have some other friends with some really sweet dogs that they've worked really hard to train well and, you know, that are good with kids. And and I appreciate how well my kids interact with them. And my kids both used to be scared of dogs. So I think, you know, seeing um how they've been able to Adjust and get over those fears a little bit has been really, really good for them and, you know, just good for everyone. But I just, yeah, it's the, it's nerve wracking. So the other thing I'm wondering is
1: could you ask this neighbor if, the kids could dog sit sometimes, if the kids could take, because she'd probably love that. Yeah. Right? That's true. Because that was a nice middle ground for us. Because as I said, you know, I dog sit and I have for five or six years for this close friend of mine. Hello, Lori. And she has a lot of dogs. When we first met her, she had four. Oh, wow. Three. Four. Three. And um, Isabel got really, really close to those dogs. And it Scratch that itch for us. Yeah. Because we spend so much time, but she was paying the medical bills. She's paying for the food. She's mm-hmm. the, doing all that stuff. It's like and a we, doggy aunt. Correct. Like, like you send them back. Exactly. And Sorry, I, Duncan. Yeah, don't mean to offend. I know. We love you, Duncan. But funny story, one year, Isabel, she had one dog, um, Puck, this little teeny tiny dog. I don't know what kind it was, but Isabel was very close with this dog. So Isabel was probably like five at the time. And she would, like, cover him up in blankets and all kinds of stuff. Well, right before Halloween one year, Puck died. Hmm. So that was was good because it was Isabel's first animal that had died in her life. But it wasn't her animal, but she was very sad about it. And I think Puck died on Halloween. So Lori called me to say, you know, I have some bad news. I just wanted to share with you that Puck just died. She knew Isabel would be really, you know, heartbroken about it. So Isabel goes trick-or-treating that night and literally knocks on every door Trick or treat, puck died. <laughs> Trick or treat, Aww. puck died. And or everyone's puck. like, I'm sorry, what? Who's Puck? And who are you? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Yeah. So that could be a nice option too. Have this animal mm-hmm. get involved in its life a little bit. Yeah. Could be a win win.
0: Oh, I mean, Paige would love that if we could babysit or dog sit Hank. So maybe that's maybe that's an option. Yeah. Okay. That might tide you over for another year or two. Yeah. Well, and our excuse that we've been telling – not excuse. I mean, this is legitimate that, like, we really – well, especially because Nick is on Team Golden Retriever, which I love Golden Retrievers, but they are bigger dogs, that we need a bigger house before we can get a dog because we want a larger yard that they could run around in. Um, So that's kind of where we've been standing with the kids right now is that – Maybe in a couple years, if we upgrade to a larger home, then we can talk about getting a dog. So it's kind of given that little bit of a limitation in terms of like they know that it's not happening tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, it could scratch the itch a little bit to get dog. Right, close and make it a, a little bit more dog. official.
1: Like ask this neighbor, could Paige and Graham be their aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. The aunt and like that would feel really special to yes. them. Yeah, could they
0: be the official aunt and uncle? And, yeah, you know, I don't and know that you're that close to this neighbor yet. I mean, but. she just moved in. She's very sweet, but like, yeah, we don't really know her very well yet. Be like, hi, can we be? um she's can gonna we put care a restraining for order. Yeah, she's like, These people are a little aggressive with my dog. But yeah, I mean, and it would scratch the itch for me, have something cute to snuggle with once in a while. It really, you know, send it it, home.
1: the dog, uh, Junie has been, I would I would literally put her in the category of a therapy dog mm-hmm, for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything that we've been through, she, um, she's been like a huge therapy dog. And, you know, we have my mom living with us who's been through a lot and she is literally my dog, Aww. my mom's therapy dog. One other thing that I will say as people are thinking about whether or not you know it's right for them too. we actually, this sounds so crazy, but we worked with a dog consultant hmm, to actually help us pick out the right dog for us because we, you know, we had made the decision that we didn't want to do a rescue, that we did want to work with a breeder. And so we found this woman, and I can put her information in the show notes. Her name's Stephanie, because I think she doesn't necessarily need to work with people locally. She can work with people anywhere, Mm -hmm. because we did it all virtually. And we helped narrow it down to – she was like, okay, what is it that you're looking for in a dog? Mm. Because if you wanted a dog that's going to go hiking with you or a dog that's going to be cuddling with you or whatever – so she can narrow it down based on the breeds. Interesting. So for example, she narrowed it down for us to three different breeds, I think. I think it was a Beagle, a Cavalier, and then one more that I can't think of. But for example, we were like, oh, we like to go camping a lot. And Isabel really want a pug. Mm. And this woman was like, mm, a pug isn't really great for that because they have breathing issues and they can't really be in the heat. Yeah. So it was really and she included Isabel in the process and showed us pictures of the different types of breeds mm-hmm. and told us their personalities. And then she helped us find a really responsible breeder. Because especially here in Pennsylvania, you have to be really careful
0: yeah.
1: with finding irresponsible breeders. Ugh, yeah. So and and I it was like a hundred dollars this whole process. Oh wow. to work with her. And then once we did find the breeder, she was like, these are all the supplies that you need to get. She helped us get, you know, like don't buy this, buy this, buy this. And so I was surprised it was so inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And she hooked us up with a trainer that she loved. And as a result of that relationship, we got a great discount with the trainer. Okay. I know Brooke's looking a little bit
0: overwhelmed. It's okay. No, I mean, you know, like I said, it's not happening super soon. But I do feel like it could be inevitable as the kids get older. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, it's good to talk about. And, yeah, we were not, like, a huge pet family growing up. Like I said, Nick always had dogs. I did have dogs, but I was pretty young and, like, I didn't – unfortunately, I did not, like, interact with them too much. It was hmm. just, like, they were just kind of there and they huh. were nice and snuggly, but I wasn't, like, a dog person. Yes. But I've also – there's certain dogs that I do love, you know, of um – my stepdad used to have a really great chocolate lab. Her name was Hershey, Aww. and she was older when I met her, so she was kind of chill. She used to lick my pants. It was like, she would like lick the knees of my pants. I'm like, that's gross, but hello. Yeah. Um, but she was a really sweet dog, and I was very very sad when she passed away. So I'm not a total heartless <laughs> wait. One more dog hating person. I'm just. <gasps> nervous about the responsibility of someday having our own as someone who really doesn't have any adult experience owning a pet aside Okay, from so fish. I have a final idea to share because okay. I'm trying to think of like middle ground
1: things for you. You could also foster, mm-hmm. which gives you the opportunity to have a dog around, to get a little, and then it gives you, so you could foster. And then if you're done at the end of the week, you're like, forget it. Here you go. The dog's back. <laughs> you know, or yeah. you might decide, I really like this dog. Okay. Oh, Foss, I know. All right. All right. I know. Can you see
0: the overwhelm in my face? I'm like, okay. No, but this was a good conversation. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's get your passport first. (laughs) Passport, real ID, then a dog. Yes. No. All right. Let's take a break. You need a breath. I need, yeah, I
1: need some water. Just add water. (laughs) Just add water. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet.
0: Now, back to the show.
1: We're back. We are back from the break. You needed that breathing. I had some water. (laughs) I've
0: recovered a little bit from- from the pet conversation.
1: Where did Duncan go? I feel like Duncan is inching his way over to you to look up at you. To Duncan, be like, Brooke, you can do it. That.
0: You yeah. can do it. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll
1: see. see. Brooke, what is sparking joy for you right now?
0: So a little old book series, not little old. <laughs> a little new ish book series called American Royals. Oh, I had known nothing about this been sparking a little bit of joy for me. So okay. I am currently on the third book. It is basically a modern day look at what, if George Washington had been offered a crown instead of the presidency, Oh, what America would look like with a royal family. Ooh. So, it's fun. Listen, I looked at some of the Goodreads reviews and some of them were like one star. This could have never happened, blah blah blah. I'm like, "Listen, I'm not a looking for deep here." here. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a young adult read. It's I mean, I was um I recommended it to my business partner Terry for her daughter who is 12 or 13. I was like, "Yeah, it might be something she's into." Like it's not um to adult themes. It's just like it's 20-something royals that are coming of age. Um, The eldest daughter is, uh, you know... No spoiler alert. Yeah, I don't want to give any spoilers. spoilers, But I am on the third book, and it's just a really nice kind of mindless read. Are you reading them on Libby? Are you getting them from Libby? I'm getting them on Libby. So I read the first two consecutively, and then I took a little break to read something else, which I now forget. I can look at my Goodreads um, now I'm back to the third, third uh, third in the series. And I think there's, let's see, there's three, and then there's a prequel. So I, once I finish this third one that I'm currently reading, I might go back and read the prequel called Inheritance. I need to do this. I need to do this. You're so
1: much better at reading fiction. I just have to read just so much nonfiction and self-help. It's like when I go to bed at 10 o'clock, I don't need to be
0: thinking about how to improve myself. Well, you know that, yeah, I I only listen. I listen to audiobook memoirs and self-help. But at night, that's strictly my fiction time. Yeah, it's good. Okay, so I'll
1: report back on the next episode, our checkup episode, if I'm reading those, because okay. I do need, I need
0: yeah. a little bit of light fun. It's just light fun. It's quick and easy, not super complex storylines or anything. Are there romantic storylines? Yes. Yeah. Okay. There are romantic storylines. Um, There are, you know, there's family drama. It's just... Yeah. And especially with, you know, I think... I've never been like a huge follower of uh, the royal family. Mm -hmm. But a hot topic right now. A hot topic right now. The queen just died. Um, So it's, you know, it's kind of a fun look at, yes, if America had a royal family, what would our country look like? What would... Especially with like the paparazzi and all of that stuff mm. now, what would that look like in yeah. our country? All right, I'm okay. signing up. Okay, I'm signing up to read that. Okay, Amanda, what are you doing these days to do your future self a
1: favor? All right, I feel like these in the second half of the after the break is so quick and snappy because mine is very quick and snappy. Okay, which is whenever somebody mentions their birthday to me, mm-hmm. like, oh, my birthday's on Friday, somebody you know that. Now, I'm not going to say like acquaintance, but even like some of my closest friends, I don't necessarily know when
0: their birthday is. Oh, yeah. Is. I only know yours because it comes up on my Google Calendar. Correct.
1: So what I do when somebody mentions that it's their birthday, I add it to my Google Calendar as a repeating event mm-hmm. just so that I remember it every year. And Absolutely. I'm never the type of person to – I'm not good at birthday cards. I'm not good at – but even if I just remember to send them a quick text or sometimes – I will even do something like, I know your birthday's coming up, happy pre-birthday. Mm-hmm. And then I've kind of, you know, celebrated their birthday in that way. But yeah, just adding it as a repeating calendar event.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. I do that too. I have um like the separate birthdays, holidays, et cetera yes. calendar within like a category in Google yes. Calendar. Um, so, yeah, because I think a lot of friends that I grew up with and things like that, I, I know their birthdays because when you're a kid, your birthday is a much bigger deal. But friends I've made into adulthood, we don't talk about birthdays no. as much. And so I do love that little reminder Um, and if, you know, Facebook does remind me sometimes too, which is nice, but having it on the Google calendar
1: and sometimes I'll even
0: do it in the moment.
1: Like I think I was out walking Junie the other day and I ran into a neighbor that I really like and she mentioned that it was her birthday and I said, wait, I'm going to whip out my calendar. I'm adding it right now because I want to remember it every year. And I just, because I knew I would never remember it if I got back to the house and- Good thinking. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing to do my few. I've got you in there. Okay. I've got you in there. When's my birthday? Do you know? No. (laughs) I know yours is in March, right? Yeah. That's all I know. Yours just happened. I was sick. Right. It was in August. Mm -hmm. August what? 12th. August 12th. What's your birthday? March. March 27th. Okay.
0: I knew it was later in the month. All right. I
1: feel like we're gonna, we're gonna post your passport online, Brooke. And I was we're gonna, gonna share our pass. We're gonna we share our made much names. Infor-
0: I mean, honestly, anybody our, can figure out this information. Our social security numbers are. <laughs> That's what Nick and I always joke. If we get like, I get those spammy texts that are like, your Amazon account is under um, review. Please <laughs> click this link. And I always say to Nick, I'm like, yeah, I clicked it, and then I just gave them my social security <laughs> number, and I think we should be fine. Like we and always. Then I heard joke. a strange
1: knock at the door. Yeah, but, you know, I was.
0: So weird, but it should, it
1: should be fine. It should be fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't worry, we're not giving out our social, social security numbers. Not yet. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, this was a
1: yeah, quick and snappy and uh let us know send us in your voicemails and your texts mm-hmm. let us know we would I'd love to hear everybody else's philosophy on pets too yeah. have you ever gotten one did you you know have you had a situation where you regretted it
0: and you know yeah
1: you know, make a tough I'm, I'm tough decision that. yeah that's a totally valid thing to
0: be scared of so or, I'd love to hear yeah. our listener stories or a dog that has like a lot of health problems. and I'm saying dog because like so I don't that's what you're I don't going know for. that we would necessarily get a cat but like a cat would be lower maintenance for sure but I don't know that we're cat people. Although Nick also had cats and his parents had the best cat. Um, But I think she was an anomaly. She was like super snuggly. She was not skittish like some cats are. And she was real petite and orange and she was so sweet. And um, the kids bonded with her. And I was sad when she passed away, but she was like an anomaly. His cat before I met was like (sighs) apparently scratched Everyone and was like this evil cat. So I get nervous about a pet with a health problem or anger issues that are not resolvable. Anger issues
1: <laughs> that are not resolvable. Well, what? Like I his know. old <laughs> cat Smokey
0: that used to scratch him. <laughs> I
1: know. I okay, mean, but personality
0: l- is personal, like isn't aren't some personality traits just ingrained? Okay, yes, and <laughs> Am I taking this too far? No, no, no.
1: I'm going to give you some feedback that I give to my clients when I'm in the moment with them, when we're trying to decide if something sparks joy or not. And I say a lot of times, like, things that spark joy get seven sentences. What's this
0: cat's name that was so great, the anomaly cat? Well, her name was actually Sunshine, but we renamed her as Miss Kitty because that's what we all called her. Right. She was the good one. So I always
1: joke that when something sparks joy, it gets seven sentences. You just give Miss Kitty Sunshine like seven sentences. You had a lot of really nice things to say about Miss Kitty and you were lighting up talking about this Mm -hmm. cat. You were not lighting up at all talking about a dog. So I'm just going to give you that feedback. That's just for you to marinate on. Mm
0: -hmm. I was getting
1: some spark joy vibes Mm -hmm. from Miss Kitty Sunshine, which I know is not her name. I just combined the two.
0: I kind of enjoy that. Yeah. (laughs) Miss Kitty Sunshine.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Something to think about. Everybody, tell us. Tell Brooke. Tell Brooke what to do. Tell her. I mean, (laughs) I'm still going to do what I want, but
0: okay. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish.
1: Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks
0: for listening. Bye.